0: the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast.
1: Well, would you look at that? We are at episode 253 already. Hello, my name is Pete, and this is another Your Harrogate Podcast. If you are new to these, very much like we do on the radio station, it's all about the best of life in Harrogate. With regards to the radio, you can listen via this website, if that's where you are, yourharrogate.co.uk. We've got the free app, smart speaker, and in the car on DAB. And looking ahead to this week, we are teaming up with our friends at Destination Harrogate for the fully charged show we're going to be broadcasting from the showground lots of high tech energy ideas plenty of electric cars flying around as well so that's this friday on air between 10 and 2 Right now, we're going to go back to yesterday, Sunday the 14th of May, when a lioness was in town. Rachel Daly, at a young age, she used to play at Killing Hall Nomads, just like her brother, just like her dad as well. She is synonymous with the club, and so it would have been rude to have turned down the opportunity to come back and open a cafe named after her. The Daily Brew was officially opened. I spoke to fans, both young and old, and also the chairman, who we will hear from very soon but first of all let's find out what's going on at Killing Hall Nomads with mum Lucy Ogden and Amy too.
2: I played for Killing Hall Nomads but I've only just started playing for the older ladies team.
1: So how has that been the fact that they started at that particular setup
2: Uh, It's been amazing because there's barely any other teams set up so for anyone sort of over the age of well really 20 upwards and I'm 50 a bit over that there's nothing else for us to do so it's perfect football club excellent
1: and as a club as a setup you know it's got some great history obviously Rachel's here today as well this is where it it started for her what does it mean to you to have these facilities for the kids for the adults as well
2: well I've been pushing for girls football for a long time my own own girls have had um, at first had to play in a mixed team a boys team which they still play for and they play for a girls team And, of course, Rachel Daly and all the Lionesses have pushed forward the whole women's football agenda. So then, for people in my era, girls' football was never offered. We had to play with our brothers or we were banned from playing. And now it's opened up to everyone. It's brilliant.
1: And what does it mean to everybody to have Rachel back here today?
2: Amazing, because she's a brilliant figurehead for girls' football, for girls' right to play sport, and just amazing for the community. So we've just
3: started. My daughter, Isabella, is five, (laughs) and she's been practising with them for about six weeks now. So they've uh, they're trying out like a reception age team um, with the view to hopefully going into the under sixes come September. So it's really nice. There's only three or four girls. So it's quite boy dominated. So it's nice that it's positive in the older ages for girls.
1: And, and how have you seen kind of Isabel re- react to it and? The, the well, we were here
3: in the pouring rain two weeks ago and she was happy, so I think that's a good oh, wow. sign. <laughs> good, that's very good. Yeah, no, she's really enjoying it, really uh, enjoying and it. And
1: what does it mean to have facilities like this?
3: I think it's really positive. It's good that there's somewhere for parents, kids, and like she enjoys coming in for a little drink afterwards and having a fruit shoot and stuff. And cause her uncle played up here when he was young, so it's quite nice that it's kind of in the family, so to speak. Which and is what nice.
1: about having a lioness here today? I
3: know, she's really excited to try and meet her, hopefully. I know how busy it is, but yeah, she's uh, watched her on TV and told me off for being too loud while it was on, so... Very good.
2: (laughs) Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday this is the your harrogate
1: podcast and we have lioness and aston villa striker rachel daly born in harrogate and she used to play for killing All nomads she is on the way very soon young fans are excited
3: it's amazing because she's a really good footballer and she teaches me how to like pass and stuff i love her she's really good at football she's really cool that we get to meet her and she's amazing
1: First of all, though, to club chairman, Darren Casey.
4: I used to play with her dad when he played for Killing All. Um, I've known Rachel since she was a, since she was a little girl, all, you know, Louise and stepdad, Mark, you know, known all her family. For her to come here today and open the, open the cafe is just fantastic, really, because you know, she's very busy with Aston Villa and obviously going off to the World Cup very shortly, so the fact that she's you know taken her an hour or so to come and do this is just brilliant, really, yeah.
1: And how proud are you to be part of this setup? And to see somebody like Rachel shoot to stardom—it's amazing,
4: really. It's just been the reaction when you know Rachel won the uh, Euros last year. You know, more and more girls started coming to the club and you know joining football in general. It was just just brilliant. And to see something like this today—it's just just makes you really proud to be um, part of the club and proud to be part of the club that you know Rachel's got you know such a big uh, involvement in.
1: We featured quite a number of. Women's football teams and, uh, and figures on, on our podcast and, and on your Harrogate. And it does seem to be building the excitement, you know, since, like you mentioned, the, the Euros. And I ask everybody this question where do you think we're at with the game and what else can be done to encourage more?
4: With the girls' game, just keep pushing it and just getting more and more girls into football. Only a few years ago, we had the girls playing with the boys. But, you know, in two, three, four years, you know, we've massively pushed the girls' football, you know, in particular. Dave Terza, who's the lead girls coach, and it's just we've now got you know five age groups at the at the at uh, the club, so you know it's 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 just it's just a case of just keep pushing it and just keep making it aware that girls you know can play football as well, and just keep getting it out there.
1: and Just finally, when the World Cup's on, here are you able to put a screen up here at the club, or will you have a bit of a party to watch the games? Or um, I, I know they're so. going to be early in the morning, aren't they?
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean we would love, we'd love to do that. Now we've got the cafe; we didn't have this for the Euros last year. Now we've got the cafe, it would be great to, you know, somehow show the games here, you know, it would be great, especially if it's nice and we've got the patio out there as well, it would be a really good thing to do. No alcohol involved, obviously. No, just bake, bacon sandwiches <laughs> yeah, just and coffee. sandwiches and a nice
2: coffee. This is the Your
1: Harrogate podcast. Red sauce or brown sauce on that bacon sandwich? What would be your preference? Big thank you to everybody at Killing Hole Nomads for speaking to me yesterday. And now to the main lady herself, opening the cafe named after her, the Daily Brew. His Lioness, Rachel Daly
0: yeah i was just saying then it's, it's not often that i get a minute to myself to even get time back up in harrogate so i'm here this weekend and it's the first time being able to be back home and, and, and obviously be at the cafe so it's an honor for me to be here today and what do you
1: make of this fabulous cafe as well that, that we've just opened now and come into you've got yourself a brew
0: yeah it'd be rude not to wouldn't it when i was last here it was a meeting room this room we spent many a days in the meeting room i think there was literally just a kettle Everyone used to ram in on the, on the winter today. He's watching my dad play football, I played football, my brother played football. So it's definitely changed and, yeah, it's cool to see myself up there. And I think for me it's, it's always important to remember your roots. I spent every waking second of the day on these pitches and up here kicking the ball against this wall, actually. Um, so, yeah, so for me to be here today and, and give back anything, like I said, to killing our nomads is, is a great honour and a pleasure for me to do.
1: And how proud are you to be part of a legacy that is still growing, it's encouraging particularly young women into the game it's just getting better and better
0: yeah definitely I think obviously with the win in the summer the surge of females especially playing football now is is massive when I played for Killinore Nomads I think we formed the team when I started playing just too old to play for the boys team and there was about eight of us that would play and rallying around the troops trying to get girls involved and you can see today outside how many girls are playing even just at Killinore. so yeah it's, it's growing it's developing and you know that's what we continue to aspire to do and inspire the nation inspire the next generation of kids coming through
1: when you went to the States how further ahead were they with the women's game in comparison to here in the UK
0: yeah I think obviously every girl watches Bendit Live Beckham when they're younger and then you know you see them going to America to play and it was probably a little bit more developed I think there's the university system that they've got there where you play football as well as getting a degree so That's something that I think has obviously developed here in the UK over the last few years. And I think the league, the WSL here, is is probably the best league in the world. I'm fortunate enough to be able to play in that every day. So I think, yeah, definitely on the right track. It's very different. I wouldn't like to compare the two. But yeah, I think the UK is is a great place for women's football at the minute. Well,
1: you're storming it at Villa at the moment. How has it been settling into the group and getting all the goals and on course for the Golden Boot maybe as well?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, Villa's a great club. I was, was really happy to sign for them. You know, I spoke to a few clubs on my way back and, you know, I think the three-year plan and the, the project that Carla had at Villa was something I wanted to be a part of and I'm enjoying my football and I think that everyone can see that.
1: You've got two games left. You've got Liverpool, you've got Arsenal as well. Are your eyes firmly on that golden boot or is it just, just about the team?
0: I mean, yeah, any individual accolade is great but I think... I think the golden boot is something that the team it represents the team as well so yeah it might be an individual award for me if I was to go on and win it but I wouldn't have got those goals if it wasn't for my team and, and the work that we've put in every single day so it'd be an honour for the club to get that award
1: And it'd be rude not to ask you about, about England now you've been doing so well in front of goal for Villa are you expecting to, to feature up front for England? You're not going to go to left back once again? I
0: don't know, that's the manager's decision um, I say this in every interview I do I'll play anywhere to play for my country so um, we'll see
1: and, and the World Cup, obviously, I know your focus is on the WSL at the moment, but you must be getting excited now that New Zealand and, and Oz is in sight. And
0: yeah, of course, but yeah, like you said, I think the focus is on the last two games of the season, and you know, your form in the your club is what gets you into the national team. So yeah, it's in the back of everyone's mind, I think, but yeah, firmly focus. Uh, My focus is firmly remains on um, the next two games.
1: And just finally being back on these shores and playing for Villa, is it allowing you a bit more time with family to come back to to Harrogate and enjoy a few home comforts? (laughs) You would
0: think, you would think. Yeah, (laughs) I say this is the first time I've been able to come home in a long, long time. Although I am in England, you know, it's, it's still a couple of hours away. It's still hard to get up and down. So, you know, rest and recovery, balancing that with family time is difficult, but much closer to home than Houston ever was. So, yeah. Well,
1: pleasure to meet you and uh, keep up the good work Thank as well. You. Thank
0: you.